Welcome to the 432nd episode of the Reading and Writing Podcast. Stay tuned for my interview with Cheryl Campbell, author of the new novel, Echoes of Darkness. Stay tuned for the interview. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Cheryl Campbell, author of the new novel, Echoes of Darkness. Cheryl, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Sure. If someone hasn't heard about your new novel, Echoes of Darkness, yet, how would you describe the novel? I'd, it's post-apocalyptic sci-fi, and it's set in New England, predominantly in Maine. Echoes of Darkness picks up for dealing with Massachusetts and the Boston area, but I focused on the, the New England and uh, the Northeast of North America in general for the stories. And yeah, that's it's pretty much it. It follows a Danny who is a scavenger living on the fringes of society. The first book picks up with her not involved in the war yet. This was a war that was started by uh, um, alien echoes, a genocidal faction of them called wardens. And she is also an echo and but a part of the civilian uh, group that's been war displaced and as follows her journey through deciding to become involved in the war to help the local military, the local civilians against the wardens who are trying to wipe out all of the humans. And do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to write your Echoes of War trilogy? Sure. It was, it was a dream, an, an actual dream where I, it was like I was watching a movie. There was a young woman who was, had, was going to like this, I don't know, an oracle prophet, something or other. And she had died and she had to decide if she wanted to go back to, you know, earth and try to live her life again and not make the same mistakes or move on to whatever afterlife. And the catch was that she had already done this multiple times before without success. And if she chose to go back and relive and try again, that she would have to do it without her memories of her prior mistakes. So she would just have to try again. And I woke up before she made her decision and I was really angry that I didn't know what she had decided. And it was a a thought that it was like, okay, if this grabbed me that hard, that fast, there might be something more to it. And so I just kept it in my brain, kicked it around quite a bit and came up with this story for these aliens uh, called Echoes that when they die, they can regenerate and heal themselves. They retain their memories, so they don't go through life making the same mistakes. But Danny has a catch where she forgets, and she returns to a much younger age than most of the Echoes who return to like late teens, early to mid-20s. She actually reverts back to a 10-year-old child when she dies. Her body heals, but she's now like a 10-year-old child, and she has no real memories of her prior lives or prior echoes. And that was, that really all came out of the dream. (laughs) That's where it's. (laughs) 
And so how do you work given that it is a trilogy? Did you know it was a trilogy when you started working on it? And did you plot out the overarching plot line um, for each of the three books? How does that work for you? Yeah, I did. I have a, a fantasy series that I wrote, a Burnt Mountain series, and it's five books. And that one started off with me uh, pantsing for the most part. And it was supposed to be one book. It turned into two. Then it was going to be a trilogy. And then I, I had opened a lot of cans of worms in that third book. And it took me two books to put them all back and to tie up those loose ends. So I, I made a very deliberate shift to plotting more. And so when I had this idea for Echoes, I, I sat down and sketched it out with the idea of, let me see if I can make this a trilogy. And with what I came up with, I was like, yep, I can. <laughs> I've, got, I've got three books here. And so that was, so I started really high level, like two sentences per novel. And then I started drilling it down into more detail from there, getting a high level outline really for all three books at the same time so that I wouldn't get lost in the weeds and write myself into a corner. I've done that many times. They're just trying to stay a bit more on task and not let it get away from me, which is what happened with the Burt Mountain books and why it ended up being five books instead of one. And right. So do you remember the first fiction that you ever wrote? I was, I got my start with actually fan fiction, Star Trek fanfic. I was in an online writing group and that was where I started. I ended up writing in a group. There were definitely some standout writers and I started learning from them. And I did that for several years. I had an idea of, a very vague idea for what would become the first Burnt Mountain book. And yeah, so that one, that first novel ended up being a few years in the making because I, like I said, I pantsed a lot of it and I had to do a, a lot of rewrites until I, I got it more wanted it to be. And so just with each book, I was learning more. I started doing a lot of online trainings, following stuff with Stephen Pressfield, Sean Coyne, Larry Brooks, Joel Canfield, all these different writers that I was following and even interacting with and just learning more about the story structure and drilling down into making things a bit more concise and just honing, really honing what I was doing. And so what was your path to publication for that first fantasy novel? That one I started off with, I, I did, you know, query, I don't know, probably about 20 agents, got nowhere. That was very early in the process. That was one of the earlier drafts. And so it really was a, a premature move on my part, in, in hindsight, of course, and in doing then some of the rewrites and cleaning it up, tidying things up. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. But ultimately, I self-pubbed the 
fantasy series, just because I was like, I just want, I want to have control. I want to learn and teach myself a lot of this stuff. The first Echoes book uh, was published through Spark Press, a sister publisher. They do genre fiction and it's a, a sister publication of She Writes Press. And having that self-pub experience was tremendously helpful. So when working with them, I knew a lot of the lingo. I had already been through cover artists, editors, all these things. And so that really wasn't as stressful for me as it could have been by making that switch to work with Spark Press. And like I said, it was just, it, it was very helpful having that self-pub background. Sure. And, and what was the self-publication process like for you? Do you feel like you learned things along the way? You just mentioned that you did. I'm just curious. Yeah, I, I, I worked quite a bit with Joel Canfield. He and I crossed paths online and he, he basically became a mentor for me. He was well-versed in self-pubbing. And so I, I pummeled him with questions and he just was you know, very gracious in sharing his knowledge. And because when I say I pummeled him with questions, I'm not kidding. It was just this bombardment, but it, he, I just, I was learning so much from him and like mm-hmm. he was very patient and I ended up just keeping that information with me. We are still in touch and yeah, he really put me really on the right paths to figuring some of it out. What would I hire out? What would I do myself? Things like that. I now hire out, oh, all of it. (laughs) I just, I'm like, I'm not, I don't do the formatting anymore myself. I I hate it. It's, I can do it, but I wouldn't even attempt the cover art, but I've worked with different artists throughout the process of all these books and very happy with how Echoes of Darkness came out. Um, very happy with my the editing process, uh, the copy editing, and yeah, I hire it all out now. <laughs> sure. So, are you working now on the third book in the Echoes of War trilogy? Yeah, the first draft is done, um, and it's with my test readers right now. So, I've gotten feedback from about half of my beta readers, and the other half, I'm still waiting to catch up with them because a couple of them they like to just read through the story very quickly tear through it like they're reading a regular book and then they go back and reread it and slow down to start picking it apart. And so there's, a, I still have a couple of test readers that I'm waiting to connect with and to, to get their feedback, but it is close to, I'm hoping by about December, I can get it to the editor and get things moving along that track. Great. What writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories and novels? Um, try lots of things, try, try different techniques, different writing patterns like schedules and, and, and just be open to learning all the time. I've had that, that writing advice of you have to write every day. I can't, I, my schedule doesn't allow it. I've had that advice. You have to read every day. I, I don't, I tend to, I read when I can in the evenings and I tend to write on the weekends. And so I work in healthcare IT, so I stay in IT mode during the week, Monday through typically Thursday. And then by Friday afternoon, I start, I will change gears and I close down the work laptop and I open up my personal laptop and that's when I change gears and then I start the, and so basically the weekends are, are creative time. And then come Monday, I flip back into technical mode 
And, and that works for me. I, like I said, I, I can't write every day. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> and so whenever I, when I hear people get very adamant about that, I, it, it makes me cringe a little bit because I, I think if you write well pantsing, pants away. If you write well with structure, do it. If you blend the two, which is what I now do, is a mixture of the two, uh, go for it. But keep learning. Find resources and you'll see where you start to align with different different writers. Like Larry Brooks writes on story structure. Robert McKee has a book on story. And, and there's certain things in McKee's stuff that I do agree with. Some things I'm like, yeah, that, I don't, that doesn't quite work for me. There's things like with Larry Brooks that I've, I very much align with. And then there's other things that I personally don't align with my just how I do it. But I think it's working for me because I'm coming up on you know, releasing an eighth novel and these, these novels have been getting awards. They're not complete crap. So what fiction or nonfiction books have you read recently that you enjoyed? I have been on a nonfiction, I'm sorry, a fiction kick and I'm really awful about having multiple books going. I just finished or recently finished a middle game by Shauna McGuire. That was, it was a kind of a sci-fi fantasy blend. It was a very different take on time travel. And I really, I did enjoy that. I've got uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. I've seen the movie a few times, but I've got the book and have started reading that. I've got the Binti trilogy in the To Be Red pile. I'm sitting right under Midnight of Garden of Good and Evil. And yeah, I, I started reading War Girls. And that one has me hooked. I just, like I said, I'm, I'm really bad about jumping between books, but I do end up finishing them. <laughs> sure. It takes me a little while because I, I bounce between so many. And Where can people find you online fiction. if they want to learn more about you and your novels and your Echoes of War trilogy? My website is CherylsCreativeSoup.com. And I am also on Instagram and Facebook with that same uh, tag, Cheryl's Creative Soup. And so I have everything about all of the books uh, on the website, the Instagram and Facebook is a mix of some personal things. I, I got a puppy over the summer, uh, so there's dog pictures. Yesterday I found a, a gray tree frog, so I posted a picture of that. The, so there's a blend between the Facebook and Instagram stuff. There's some personal stuff that I will post there, but the website is really all uh, just book-related related items. Great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Cheryl Campbell, author of Echoes of Darkness, the second book in her Echoes of War trilogy. The novel is on sale now, so go buy a copy. And Cheryl, thanks for doing this interview. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Jeff. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.